Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 310. Well... Skydart and I are in Bloomington, Indiana, which is a great town, uh, performing at the Comedy Attic this weekend, uh, which is the 17th and the 19th, and then next weekend, Tacoma, Washington, the 24th to the 26th, and the weekend after that in San Francisco at SF Sketchfest. This is January 2013, in case you're keeping track or listening at a much later date. It's really cold here in Indiana. Uh, not to the people who live here, of course, but we're from California. And our skin is made of phyllo dough. So uh, we get cold really easily. And what do West Coasters do when they get into cold weather that they can barely tolerate? They talk about how cold it is all the time. If we run into you on the street, chances are one of the first four words will have to do with the weather. uh, And that it's cold. And how do you live here like that? It's not even that cold here yet. It's like in the 30s. (laughs) But something happens. You get outside and then each second that passes that you're exposed to it exponentially colder uh but uh so we apologize for being pretty much exactly like the uh the californian sketch on snl because we'll talk about weather uh, but then we'll really also talk about uh how we get places and what routes we take that's true by the way that sketch is true Huge legal thanks go to LegalZoom.com for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. LegalZoom is uh, documentation, legal documentation that's inexpensive and simple. What do you need? Do you want to set up a, a business? Do you want to incorporate? you want to form an LLC? Do you want to leave your family, your stuff after you pass along? Sure, you haven't thrown it away. Why should you make them? Uh, well, you can protect your family and your assets with LegalZoom for just 69 bucks. And the incorporation thing I was talking about, LLC, $99. They've saved hundreds, even thousands of dollars versus going a traditional lawyer who uh, will give you some exorbitantly large fee or charge you a really high uh, hourly rate. In the past 12 years, over 2 million Americans have used LegalZoom for LLCs, wills, trusts, trademarks, and even more. And uh, they even have attorney help if you need it through their legal plans. They are not lawyers, but they can help you. They can uh, also give you step-by-step guides, customer support. It couldn't be much easier. Start your business. Protect your family today at LegalZoom.com. You're going to get a special discount for listening to this podcast. Make sure you enter Nerdist in the referral box uh, at checkout for more savings. LegalZoom, again, not a law firm, but you can get self-help services at your specific direction, or you can speak with a legal plan attorney to get your questions answered and ongoing advice. Thank you so much to LegalZoom for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. And it's Amber Benson. We've been pals for a really long time. If you listen to this podcast, there's probably a good chance that you've watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And if you did, you probably know that Amber Benson played Tara, who was uh, very close to Willow 
Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but why haven't you watched that show yet? Because it's fucking awesome. Uh, but Amber and I have been pals for a little while, and uh, but never really sat down and talked at length. So this was it's actually it's always great to sit down with someone that you already like and get to know them and go, yep, I like you even more. Um, I want to tell you, Amber Benson is a doer, and you should follow her example. This woman is uh, a, a, a director, a, a prolific writer. She's got a, a, a bunch of fantasy uh, books that she's written and more coming out. And she's a playwright. Uh, uh, she's, she's an activist uh, and just funny. And she has uh, a really wonderfully inappropriate sense of humor, which uh, I want to hug. So this was really, really, really great to have her on. And uh, if you're not familiar with Amber, you should uh, look her up on the Twitter. I believe she is Am- Amber underscore Benson on Twitter, uh, and she's great. So I, I have a feeling that you will enjoy this podcast, and if you're listening to it the day that it, uh, that it goes live, then let this guide you into your weekend with the Nerdist Podcast number 310 with a delightful Amber Benson. You say everyone's delightful, Chris. That's because they fucking are. What? Nobody said that yet. What are you talking about? No one said that yet. Am I yelling at air trolls again? It's you. <laughs> You are your own trolls. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, me. <laughs> Don't feed the me. Now entering Nerdist.com. No, Nick yeah. works for Seacrest. Oh, so he's not with us. Nope. Well, he's with us. He's one of us. He's with us in spirit. Nick is one of us. He just he's just paid by he's Amber and it's me. He's he's just paid by a mad billionaire. Uh, is this too bright for you guys? I can turn it's okay, Nick. If you like it, Nick just pointed it's for to his you. own head. Is this too bright? Yeah. Uh, whatever you need. It's it's whatever you need. Downward? Do you want a chair? There's a chair right here. Yeah, I was under the false impression it was like an audience situation, and it wouldn't be so. Well, it is. You'll be. A, no, it's not that awkward. Don't worry audience? about it. You'll be. A, you'll be our audience. So you'll just have to. There was a show that had an audience of one. Was it. it the Alan Havy show? You're too young. Oh, I'm too young for that. Yep. Sorry. All right. At night after night with Alan Havy, Comedy Central, early Comedy Central. No, I don't old. remember that. Oh, Amber, really? That's yeah. how we're going to start? Yes. Oh. <laughs> that, that show that was probably on when you were hosting Singled Out? <laughs> it, was, it was actually pre-Singled Out. When I was Out. in elementary school? No. You're not that much older than I am. That's true. We're, we're a little bit, we're closer in age. I'm 35, so. Yeah, I'm a little bit older than that. Wow, you guys are both really old. So old are you, like 12? 29. 29? Yeah. Like an infant. I'm coming up on 30. Here we go. She means you're an infant. You look like a giant toddler. <laughs> I act like one too. We may maybe be wearing a diaper. He might. We don't be. know. Are you, you going to go on the on the rampage, go across country in your diaper to shoot somebody? I would love to do that. <laughs> do you know why Matt would want to do that? Because that would mean he'd get to be an astronaut, <laughs> which is his ultimate dream. <laughs> I just do that. I do the I do the plan in reverse. Yeah. It didn't work. Okay, out. guys, I'm ready to be an astronaut. <laughs> I shit my pants and I uh, tried to kill someone. No, 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 that's not how that works. That's all astronaut training is. Just was, it, was, it, was it Florida? Was she going to from Florida. Cape Canaveral, from Houston to Cape Canaveral, right? I think maybe yeah. it was to, to Florida. It's the only two places astronauts go. <laughs> you know what? Dolphin attack at SeaWorld. Yeah, dolphin bit an eight-year-old. 
Oh, Jesus. I wonder if my mom was the nurse for that. I should text her. Oh, that poor kid. She's eh, don't smart. worry. Dolphin teeth aren't that sharp. She's fine. Oh, my God. She must have had food in her And mouth. that's what happened to Tyra. She's afraid of <laughs> dolphins, too. Oh, rightfully so, apparently. <laughs> dolphins will. Dolphins are very sweet. They will pull you around the ocean. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they will also try to bite and fuck you. But other than that, <laughs> other than that... No problems. <laughs> dolphins are pretty cool. There's like a website dedicated to that, right? So like dolphin sex? <laughs> yeah. Human dolphin sex? Is that a subreddit? <laughs> that is a subreddit. Hey, look, this, this is how you, this is what you do with a dolphin. Got your nose. Got your nose. I don't... Uh... Got your nose. I'm oh. making the blowhole shape. Got your nose. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's that's so what happened. Gross. The eight-year-old played got your nose with a dolphin, and the dolphin was like, you're... Fucking I got give your me nose. my yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, it, was your very, it was a very serious your situation you're making fun of. That girl probably has scratches on her arm. Stop it. Dolphins are very <laughs> dolphins are powerful. Dolphins are all just they're all just muscles and rape. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't is, say that. No, nope. nope. we're not recording yet, are we? Oh yeah, oh, we yeah, sure yeah. are. That's how yeah. we start the podcast every day. Yep. We don't tell the guests. <laughs> we just start recording. Well, we want them to feel comfortable. We just yeah. start having a conversation. There you go. About dolphin sex. <laughs> With small children. Because, like, everybody loves that. I feel overdressed for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you are nicely dressed. Well, listen, I saw Skyfall four times, so. Did you really? Yeah. Then you dressed up to see it. You gotta wear a tie. I feel like I should wear a tie now, all the time. Wow. Unless I'm drinking in the Caribbean. You do, you do look, you do look, you look good dressed this way. Yeah, I know. It suits you well. It does. I really I, feel... I like, uh, when uh, Annika came in to ask about wardrobe, you were like, you're going to go to Brooks Brothers? Yeah, I asked her to go to Brooks Brothers for me. I, like I have a specific tie, one. though. You're yeah, very, you like you're that? very hip. Yeah, it's plaid, too. You're Silver Lake, totally Silver Lake. You'd look Lake. good in a bow tie, Matthew. You uh, we've been We've been talking about it. I, I, I don't know. The, my problem is I can't tie one. That's my problem. Good fun. I made a video with <laughs> Bill Nye. Yeah, but you still can't tie one. No, I can't. <laughs> he moved way too fast. Yeah, exactly. It's like a thing. I, uh, Rich, uh, <laughs> guys Rich have it so much one. worse than women. I mean, how do you tie a bow tie? And then, Whatever. then that's it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't I even do go it. there. Just try. I just see you guys in underwire. That's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Annie Roberts. Thanks, Annie Roberts. I would look good in underwire. Be, be pretty Perk sexy. It right up. You just you probably put in the, the angel collection. Matt and Myra <laughs> for the angel collection. Just you and underwire and tiny little wings. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'll oh, lip sync a Beaver song. Be the Victoria's Secret Bowl captain. You could, <laughs> like, you could take the women into battle. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, ladies, we're going to see Skyfall again. <laughs> they would love to see Skyfall again. They'd want to see it once. No, Daniel Craig's got a shirt off Four for times? part of the movie. Yeah, once on IMAX. Okay. And then three I times think... regular. I went wow. to a screening, and then I was like, okay, that was a great screening. Thank mm -hmm. you, Sony. Now I have to give the movie money because I liked it. Mm -hmm. So I saw it. Uh, I saw it again, and then Thanksgiving Day, I was like, well, why not see it again? And then IMAX, I was like, I better see it on IMAX. Wow. So, you went, so you went to get a better seat. I'll probably see it again, too. Jesus. I'll probably see it a fifth time. Wow. What? God, nothing. I think that's... There's it's nothing. like if I, if I had the DVD at home, Did I would be watching Titanic it. Did you see Titanic like 15 times? I've never seen Titanic. Really? That's correct. It got to the point where I was like, screw you, Titanic. You're not getting my money. Here's what was out at the same time Titanic was out. And you can look this up. It's a fact. Tomorrow Never Dies, mm -hmm. which was my favorite James Bond movie at the time. That was out in theaters. And Skyfall has bested Tomorrow Never Dies? Well, Skyfall's very good. I don't think it's better than Casino Royale. I think Casino it's Royale good, was really good. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I didn't, I didn't love it and I didn't hate it. 
wasn't my favorite. That's a glowing. Yeah. <laughs> glowing <laughs> review. It, it was enjoyable, but I wasn't like, I need to see this like again. Maybe if you times. saw it three or four more times. I might like it more. Yeah. I guess maybe I'm just not a Daniel Craig like lover. I mean, Mid- I like him, but I'm not like, take your shirt. Oh my God. Well, I'm not either. I'm more like, I wonder what Tom Ford suit is going to be wearing. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> The metrosexual approach to James Bond. He wears films. three suits in the movie, you guys. Most Did of the time spent in that silver Tom Ford suit. Do you own any of them yet? No, Tom Ford suits are like thirty-five, thirty-six hundred bucks. Mm. Someday, that. Matthew. Just that. Someday. Yeah, I think next year I'll get one. What car does he drive in this one? He drives the DB5. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of advertising happening in this movie. Yeah, lots of uh, Heineken. Heineken's the way to go, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKellen. Yep. Yep. McKellen Scotch, which now I drink all the time. <laughs> You're like a child with a grown-up's body. Yes, we discussed this earlier. <laughs> Grown infant. No diaper. On Blue's Clues, they had a, these orange shoes. I do shoes. what Steve does. <laughs> Steve wore a rugby shirt, so did I. Why not? The world is your Blue's Clues now. Bond films are your Blue's Clues. <laughs> um, but uh, And you can watch it every day, five days in a row. Oh, it's so good. Just like a child. It's the same one over and over again. Well, That's we're here to talk about Amber Benson, whom... Uh, I guess whom oh, my God, we really were doing sort of been... <laughs> I thought you were joking. No. <laughs> we really talked about dolphin sex? Oh, no. All dolphin right. sex and James Bond. My grandparents who are dead can't hear this. <laughs> oh, you don't know that. They might, but they shouldn't. Is what uh, I'm Heaven's got a great RSS feed reader. <gasps> they really do. I gotta stop saying Jesus. Stop it. <laughs> no, you can say it. It's fine. I know I can say it, but I shouldn't. It's we weird. don't mind. People like him. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, we let's see. I wonder when we first met a few years ago. Was it? Uh, I feel like it was around a Largo show or an M Bar show or yeah, the Thrilling Adventure. Maybe it was Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah, yeah a few, yeah. A few years ago. I haven't ago. been to any of your shows, but no. <laughs> but I've been to things that you're you're around. Oh yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> or or in maybe. another yeah. glowing endorsement from Amber Benson. <laughs> well, at least this puts me on the same level as Daniel Craig. Yeah, a, from a certain you can't po- feel bad about from that. a certain point of view, it does. <laughs> oh man, no, uh, you were very good in the Thrilling Adventure. Hour, oh, thank actually. you, thank you very much. You do, well, you do voice as well. I do. Uh, well, thank you. Like, what if I annoignly <laughs> broke into like five? Uh, I, I'm not, I won't do that. I'm not that narcissistic. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but then you and I also had similar. Well, first of all, I'm a huge Buffy fan. Are you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a Buffy I mean, geek, huh? Come on, fucking. Can you say that? You just Tara, Tara gets words. shot, and then Willow yeah, go. Uh, Will, Willow oh, goes yeah. and. Uh, can I say cunt? Am I allowed to say? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't say Jesus, but you can say cunt. <laughs> but back string it together, Jesus cunt. <laughs> that I don't. Half the people <laughs> got mad. Just FYI, that is, that is what my, my punk band is Jesus cunt. Oh Jesus. my God, that would have been a band. I'm sure that's a band somewhere. <laughs> that was the original name for the Jesus and Mary chain. It was Jesus and Mary cunt. <laughs> They're like, you know, I think we're gonna have to swap out, oh put chain, God. chain in there. All right. So you like the Buffy? Lo- love the Buffy. Uh, was you didn't horrified. call me Tara though. That's good because sometimes uh, people do that. They're like, T- I mean it. It's nice to meet you, Amber Benson. Plus. I have done that with people that I'm actually friends with. Mm-hmm. That uh, with Steve Young, I accidentally called them Glenn. Ooh. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I was like, Glenn, uh, Steve, Glenn, Steve, Glenn, Steve, uh, Glenn, Steve, Steve Glenn. Steve Glenn. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I was a huge, <laughs> huge fan of huge fan of Buffy. And it's uh, like crack. It's a drug. Everyone has to uh, has to acknowledge that you watch one and you have to watch them all. Well, that's the thing. I came to Buffy after it had. Uh, uh, I've told the story a million times. I used to live across the street from Joss when he was just sort of finishing up Buffy and then was getting into Angel. I know where you lived. Right. Right. Up in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I walked um, by your house ages ago. I mean, this ages was years ago. and years. This was the 19, 1990s. I probably saw you and didn't know it was you and waved. But now, <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know where you live. <laughs> oh my God, we had that cross country adventure together. All of a sudden, all these memories. Oh wow. Um and uh, and so I didn't watch the show. I wasn't watching the show at that time. But a few years later, uh, got to watch all seven seasons just in a period. It, it took about. Did you buy the box set? Two months. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it took about two months, and then and then and then got through it. And Buffy's one of those shows where the first three or four episodes, I'm like, all right, okay. And then that Halloween episode of that first season, I was like, oh in. fuck! I like it. Just took a couple episodes, and as soon as Joss found it, it was on. Yeah. For seven seasons. Yeah, it's it's just it's one of those shows that people like. You just you get sucked into, and then you can't escape, and it, it becomes part. Of, it's it's part of the the pop culture lexicon in a way that I think not a lot of st- lot shows are. You yeah, know? like it's like Star Trek or Star Wars. Like people when they talk about Buffy, it's very much like in this like it changed my life kind of way. Well, because I think a lot of it has to do with um, every once in a while a show kind of sneaks through that has an authenticity to it mm-hmm. that the like it's obvious that Joss. Is although I don't know if he actually identifies himself as a nerd, but he is. I, I think he would go in that direction. But sure. he definitely speaks that like that's his language, yeah. and you can tell when you watch and the bank of references and the and even the stylistic choices and the things that he's yeah. pulling from and expressing are all like holy shit, that's me! Like he's taught that he's pulling shit out of my brain, yeah. And uh, and particularly at the time that that came out, there wasn't really a lot of stuff that was that yeah. was doing that it was like a whole i don't know it was he just sort of reset the curve for television and like here's a young fresh approach to what you know um a horror slash comedy show could be yeah and it's amazing how many people have found it like you after the fact and like young people like like 12 13 14 year old kids come up to me and i'm like you were not alive when we did this <laughs> and now they're you know like they're because of dvds and you know it's on tv all the time and netflix and people are just they're finding it. It just lives on and on and on. It's it's like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> but know? also a pretty, I think, um, pretty cool that uh, that they didn't give him any grief about letting Willow have a relationship with Tara. And well, we did, we did, we weren't allowed to kiss for a long time. Like we like, and we got very upset about it. We're like, we want to make out, dude. Not fair. Like <laughs> Buffy and Spike are like having sex on the cemetery plot thing, whatever. We can't even like hold hands. Oh, uh, when um, invis- when Invisible Buffy was getting railed by Spike. <laughs> <laughs> That would, that must have been a hilarious you, you, you scene were, you to were shoot. Into that, huh? I, that like was that? just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> know so much about you now. Uh, you know. Diapers and invisible sex. <laughs> Your girlfriend must love you. She did. You know what? She, uh, my current. Well, I have a different. The girlfriend that I watched Buffy with. We we both uh-huh. watched it together. There was one scene. There was one scene that. Uh, like, Let's redo the invisible sex scene. You go. <laughs> I, I'll just go. She just left. Um, <laughs> But uh, there was one scene, and I think it might have been a season finale, and it was the scene where Buffy and Spike first start hooking up. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it was a Michelle Branch song that sort of plays. Like it's sort of like <laughs> it's one of those montages where oh, all boy. the couples are like shacking yeah. up. Now um, I I you so know like fl- maybe there's floating involved. I think I think there maybe yeah. there's floating. Involved. I, listen, I, and 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 Michelle Branch, eh, not my not my cup of tea. Seems like a nice gal. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> she learned those three chords and she plays them. Not my not my cup of tea. And so uh, so I basically played. I tried a bunch of different songs over that montage, 
and determined that the best one. You are a fucking nerd. Shut up. <laughs> you dick stain. You just saw Skyfall like five times. I didn't try and make my own music for it. You would. <laughs> You would after you bought every suit, shoe, car, and watch in the movie. I want to see your secret YouTube channel, the one where you do your own montages and you like. <laughs> That's not secret, uh, guys. I thought That's the Michelle secret. Branch song wasn't quite right. Wait, what so was the song? Here's what I. What was the song that you found worked best? Throwing it all away by Genesis. It fits perfectly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's I'm so glad there's a table between us. That's all I have to say. It's so wow. Fit perfectly. It's amazing. Uh, Do you know what? Berate all you want and then try it and be like, fuck, Hardwick's on to something. Is this like, uh, is this like uh, Pink Floyd and I Wizard of Oz? A little bit. Is this what oh this my is? God, yeah. Right out of my Except with, with Buffy and Genesis. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Need oh. I say I love you? Like, it's perfect. Oh um, so, anyway, so, my point is. It makes me like you more. Good, good. I appreciate that. So you know we, what else works great? The uh, In the air tonight to the Miami Vice montage. Never mind, forget it. That's just a <laughs> reference to the pilot of Miami Vice. <laughs> Deep cut. Wow. Um, anyway, yeah, so my point is I was a huge fan, and and, and I'm glad that uh, they eventually came around on the network. To let, to let us make out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, it was this episode of The Body, and we... Um, we had like this crazy kiss that like he Joss inserted in there because he knew that they, they would give him flack about it. So he made it like really intense. Like literally, there's like a string of like saliva becoming when we break apart. Like in like oh right yeah. You know, and so the censors were like, no, cut it down, cut it down, and it made it very you know kind of a little chaster. Um, but you have to give them something to like you know cut to up. cut yeah. Yeah, they're like, I don't like that. Well, I'm gonna take the bestiality scene out. The dolphin. The body out. is such a good episode. Yeah, it is a really and Buffy's mom episode. dies. It's one of my oh my god. Really so sad, good. but yeah. So yeah, it, it it took a while, and we were very adamant that we wanted to to be you know wanted to have like a real relationship, and so eventually we did. Got to be in bed with Alice and again. Hey. I love real relationships with witches. Me too. <laughs> they do magic together. It's so real, mm -hmm. you guys. I think I either no, maybe I almost went to a. I feel like I almost maybe went to Alice and Hannigan's prom with her. What? What? We were in an acting class together when we were both teenagers. Just like in, like Atlanta, right? Like no, this no, was in L.A. L.A. Yeah, and um, she had she had already been working at that point. She'd already done my stepmother as an alien, and then she was out here, and um. We were, I don't know, we were just, we were in a friend group. And uh, it was so, it was so awesome to see her, like, go on and do amazing stuff. Because she's always been, like, the, such a sweet, cool person. And you tried to uh, go to her prom with her. No, I didn't. No, I don't. I, don't, I didn't. You didn't? I don't That's think. A bummer. You should have gone with her. I should have. You should have said yes. I don't think she ever, I don't know. Maybe story she didn't is rife me. with holes. Just yeah. because <laughs> someone happens to be having a prom around the time you know them doesn't mean you almost went to prom with them. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I felt like she said I was gonna ask you to my prom, but then I decided not to. Or like it was something. It was something like that. She probably just didn't you. want your hair to look better than hers at the prom. <laughs> well, back. Uh, those those, those are the hair drapes. Story. Let's, let's go to another story. No, I think I should <laughs> dig around until I find the essence. I think I. I think we need to get Hannigan on to. She's gonna be like. Nothing like that ever happened. happened. What are you talking, <laughs> about? Are you talking about? Don't don't paint yourself into my life. Um, but also the other experience that you and I had that was very parallel was the the publishing process, yes. the book writing well, process. I heard all about your trips to Penguin. My friend uh, Anton Strout. Yeah, Anton Strout, great yeah. guy. Anton is like my my brother writer. Like we used to do signings, book signings stuff together, and uh, 
him trying to, I think, explain like nerd culture to to all those those penguin people who mm-hmm. like are literary people. They're not maybe yeah. the most versed in, in nerd culture. Um, and he's like the the resident nerd, so he had to go in and kind of explains like this is what this is. Yeah. Like, oh, and then I think you came in and you were really sweet. And they're like, oh, we love him anyways, even though he's a big nerd culture guy. Oh, that's sweet. Well, they were they were they were very nice. I mean, it's yeah, they uh, love you over there. I, I I adore them. They're very they're very cool. Although I do see. You know the the book business is very cha- it's very challenging, and they, um, you know, as you know, you kind of come in and you have you'll have a meeting with them, and and the gist of the meeting is like they the say gist of the um, meeting what the, the gist of the meeting is uh, they bring in a dolphin and they just aim it at you. Um, uh, is this where you tell us you almost went to prom with Penguin Publishing? I almost went to prom with a penguin. <laughs> no, that would have been Jonah. Random penguin soon, because um, they just are merging. Oh, it is random. Random I, penguin would be such a fun or penguin yeah. house. Penguin house. But I like random penguin. I like random penguin. That's a stinky house. The penguin house. <laughs> it right? smells so bad. Oh, it's just fish and you know. And yeah, it's fish poop and. Uh, but but they basically say to you when you go in, like, who do you know? And how, you know, what are you going to do to market this book? Like their well, marketing department will say to you, like, you know, what, and they, they come up with some ideas, but it's basically. It's a free for all. You have to kind of do your own. I found that you have to do it for yourself. Like, I, they, they will help you as much as they can. Sure. But you have to take it to, to the next level. It's just funny how, even though we assume that, oh, becoming a part of a larger machine means I won't have to do everything. But I think what, nope. I think what we know about the way commerce works now is that no matter pretty much no matter what level you're at you really need to be a DIY person totally. no matter what yeah you have to be on social media you have to be on Facebook and Twitter and Google whatever and and Flickr and all of these things so that everybody can see every aspect of your life because then they feel connected to you and then they buy your stuff yes <laughs> what is so what how, how did how was your experience with the book um no, it was great. I mean, like, I got to do some, you know, I do book signings. There's places that I, I've now, because I'm five books in to this series, like, places that are, like, my my places to go when the books come out. Like, I'll hit Houston, I'll hit Murder by the Book, and Mysterious Galaxy in San Diego, and... and Powell's? Uh, do you ever get up to Powell's in Portland? No, I haven't done that <gasps> one yet. I oh love God, Powell's. Powell's is, like, Powell's. my all-time favorite bookstore. When I was, they would love you yeah. in Portland. Yeah, they would love me in Portland, wouldn't they? You should go. I'm so Pacific Northwest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I made Annie laugh. I'm so happy. <laughs> She's hard to make laugh. No, Annie's a Annie's a Annie because Annie. You She's know what? Taste. If she laughs, I know I was being actually funny. No, but Annie, like Annie, is our friend who our mutual friend who works at E, and I've worked mm-hmm. with her. Too. It's like she's hearing pitches all the time. She's working with people all the time. Like she's constantly in a place where she has to analyze everything and figure it out. And so when that's your job, it's it's hard sometimes. I assume you're just constantly inundated with people. Like here's thing that I need approval for, and you're like, okay, well I'm gonna. Does I still love Coco? Okay. <laughs> They're an adorable couple. I'm not going to lie. That's on in makeup sometimes when I'm going on for G4 and it's just stare at it. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> they love each other. Well, then that she shows wants to airtight. have her eggs frozen and I, he's not having it. Anyway. Well, <laughs> she just went to a whole other place, didn't she, it? She wants to put her we eggs on ice. Fertility. Let's talk about Let's fertility. Let's talk about fertility. <laughs> My uh, dad wanted me to freeze my eggs. He actually looked into it, and then he came back to me. And he's like, "It's very expensive, and it, they're not viable for very long." He's a psychiatrist, and he says urinate instead of pee. Like that is how he operates. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's, it's not viable. So maybe that isn't an option for you. So you just need to get knocked up now. I was like, "Jesus Christ, Dad!" 
So, yeah, because, I mean, I, I think, you know, years ago I had thought, oh, maybe I should freeze some uh, sperm just to have it. I was like, if you're going to freeze eggs, you're a different person than I thought. I... <laughs> It's I both. He's just like going up to random women. I'd like to freeze your eggs. How would you? And I'm. It's late at night, and I'm out. I'm in the parking lot of a grocery store in a trench coat. <laughs> it never worked. I don't know why it never worked. He uh, almost froze Allison Hannigan's eggs. Yep, almost. I mean, he's pretty sure about that. He's got to check the story, but yeah, I might have to see. I might have to see about that with her. But I, I feel like. Put my Elliot hat back on. <laughs> Elliot. I got my Elliot hoodie. You got your red, your red Elliot hoodie. It's adorable. But freezing sperm, it's. It only survive. I mean, it can survive for like maybe ten years. Oh, ten years. Five or ten Once years. Again, I think men are like ahead of you know they get all the perks in fertility. It's not well. Fair. It's just with you sperm. You have babies when you're like seventy. But you can you can freeze millions of sperm. But, but how long will it last on a stomach, <laughs> Matthew? Three days. Okay. <laughs> three days. <laughs> <laughs> but just a little personal experiment. What's the problem? You know, after I threw. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> I just went through the little. <laughs> there are millions of those guys. They don't go away. We have fun here. Oh my god! There's, there's Betty White. She's looking at us. <laughs> I tried to freeze my eggs, but it turns out the freezer's empty. That was. What is this Betty White impression you just did? Well, that's just my old. That was Miss Daisy. That wasn't Betty White. <laughs> Hope, drive me to the fertility <laughs> clinic. <laughs> now, Miss Daisy, you're too old to freeze your eggs. I've been telling you. We don't going to have that technology for 40 some odd years. Oh, my God, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. Oh. <laughs> Driving oh. Miss Daisy to the fertility <laughs> clinic to freeze her elderly eggs. I smell a remake. Oh, oh God. <laughs> At that point, do you think they're, they're like the brown eggs that you get in the grocery store? They're like quail eggs. Really quail eggs. <laughs> No, they're, they're literally the size of quail eggs. They be come out of her the size huge. of quail eggs. She just lays them everywhere she goes. <laughs> Miss Daisy, I found some uh, quail eggs in the back seat again. Oh, okay. I think I'm a giant termite queen. A pile of eggs have come out of me. Oh. I'm having contractions every two seconds. Hope. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. That's what that movie should have been about. No. Yeah. It would definitely not have won her an Oscar if it was about that. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, and then the director, <laughs> the director's like, it, well, the movie wasn't about that, but Jessica Tandy just started improving this whole egg thing, and we couldn't tell her no. <laughs> She's too old. It was around the writer's strike, too, so oh, they had to go with it. So it's not even that funny, but <laughs> You but are just, correct, Amber. You just mean Jessica Tandy just on all fours in the back of a car and a pile of eggs. La, 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 la. No. You can't. The, smir the Smurfs theme the Smurfs isn't theme. gonna. It's not gonna help you. <laughs> I'm fertility sperm. We have to. The, the, Guys, the one, can we the, agree that Hank Azaria's Gargamel was the worst? <laughs> one sperm does have to freeze all of Smurfette's eggs, though, because they have to repopulate somehow. It's true. <laughs> you don't think she ever felt pressure? You don't think they just sideways glanced at her? Do they have Smurf porn? That's all I've. My whole yeah, life they do. I've wondered. They there made, must be. Well, they made. Like they're it's like it's like it's like a gangbang. They're like Smurfette blue. It's like blue. Uh, like you know, people paint themselves blue. Like the Simpsons porn. Oh my god. There's a Smurfs porn. There's right. Simpsons porn. Oh lord. Did you see that? No. What? They. I think they. <laughs> I think they tinted though. I think they tinted them in post. What are you talking about? The Simpsons. <gasps> I think they tinted their skin in the Simpsons porn in post. 
Oh. Did they? I think so. It's like everything goes like orange. What am I remembering yeah. then where paint is coming off of genitals? <laughs> <laughs> Last weekend. Oh, when fair enough. Oh, my out. God. Three days. Um, but what else? So how did the, how did your books do? <laughs> I'm trying to steer the conversation back they up. Did, they did well. Um, yeah, just the fifth one's coming out um, in uh, the end of February, beginning of March. It's called uh, The Golden Age of Death, and that's the end. And then I'm actually, I just uh, signed to do a new series of books about witches in Echo Park. Oh, my God. I'm very excited. What's your that. writing process? What, what Do you... Do you how do you what like how do you uh, how do you go from idea to d- final delivery of book? Like what's a, what's a, what are some good tips for young writers? Good tips for young writers. This is a new segment on mm. the Nerdist podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> it would, that actually would be a useful one rather than freezing Jessica Tandy's eggs. <laughs> We're not freezing the al- the debut album by Jesus Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Um, good tips for young writers. Uh, uh, just write. Like mm-hmm. I think so many times people like. Um, they self they, they self uh, uh, edit edit yeah they're they're constant yeah whatever that word is uh, in their heads and they can't like they can't move past like a certain place because they're constantly you know second guessing themselves and I think you just have to like sit down and sort of maybe vomit it out mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't look at the sperm when you vomit but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think but, your point is valid if you if you you people think that it has to be perfectly formed right when they put it no, onto the it's page. All, it's all about rewriting. You I mean, have you to get this. it out. Yeah. You have to rewrite. If you don't rewrite, then you're not. You know, very few people can sit down and write something and they're done in a first draft. But fiction scares me because you know my my book was very very modular. Like mm-hmm. all of the chapters I are very self contained. Yeah, and then, but but with a you were but, on the cover. It was very exciting. Oh, the thing. Uh, 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 but with were you a, on the cover. I was on the cover. I, know you <clears throat> I didn't want. I asked. I just wanted to talk about it some more. I didn't want to be on the cover. I asked. They them, always want you to be on the cover. I asked them. I said, you know. I had a friend of mine design what looked like a 1970s textbook, and they were like, "No, you have to be on the cover because it's you just all things." But I don't. I I was like, "Why well, don't?" Young women walk in and go, "Daniel Craig or Chris Hart? Chris, I'm gonna go for the. This is the book I want." Well, that's never happened. Uh, but <laughs> women I, are intimidated by Daniel Craig's chest size. They're like, "I need to go." But with he's a very Chris petite Hart. man, right? He's very short. He's five eleven. No, he's not. Yeah, well, 5'10", 5'11", no, in shoes. No, he's yes, not. he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, Matt, 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 yes, Matt can probably is. tell you like what the degree of his foot arch is. Yeah, they lie <laughs> on the internet. Annie Roberts is looking it up. They lie on the internet. Annie Roberts I is... I find that actors are, are... The majority of actors are tiny people. Well, they are... I find them all to be weirdly tall. Is that just... Really? Yeah. No, some of them... No. But, you know, but people... Jeff Goldblum is weirdly tall. But yeah. He's weirdly tall. I'm not super tall, but I'm not short. And uh, but people you know, like if I if I'm on the soup or next to Conan, people are like you're short. And I'm like, no, no, they're gargantuan. You're what? Five ten. Yeah. Five ten. So not super short, not that super still tall remains to be seen. I question is five ten. It's five ten. One day we'll figure it out. Maybe on a YouTube show. All right. Daniel we, Craig is five ten. Yep. All right. You, yeah, you Matt's already looked that I, up. I concede to you. I have. Willing, you want to know I'm, how tall uh, Connery was? He was six two. Uh, you're five seven. Oh, I like you. I'm five three and a half. I don't know. I didn't. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, you didn't even see me standing. I didn't see you standing. Up. I only see you in a chair. <laughs> but I can tell by your torso size that you are five seven. You have tall torso. You're I a, have tall torso. I have the torso of a six foot four man, and the legs of a tiny dancer. Aww, <laughs> <only> closer. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, but, yeah. So, but so I think I think uh, I think it's important that people just get stuff out on the page and and then they can form it. But the narrative fiction thing. I don't. Who keeps track of all of your story points? Like, if you change one thing later in the book. Oh, I do. I have to be on top of it. And sometimes you mess up. And it's nice to have uh, 
beta readers, people that can look at it and go, oh, you know, like that guy's eyes are blue and now they're purple. How did that happen? Right. Because I was tired. <laughs> um, do you have uh, do you have like note cards all over a room where you have no, story I keep points? Notes. I, I keep notes on like a, a, a document or a document and I kind of know what's going to happen. And, you know, and I outline everything. Are you pen and paper or are you all digital? No, I'm all digital. I can't I can't imagine sitting down and writing something by hand that like just that's that is that's a process. You know, or typewriter where you have to, like, you know, white out and, like, that just, like, computers are so wonderful in that respect. Yeah, kids, if you're using a typewriter, now's the time to let it go. Yeah, your Smith Corona probably <laughs> is not going to, uh, yeah. You hear us, Hanks? Where do you write? Yeah, where do you write? Do you write at home or do you like to go places? I can't write at home. Because, it's hard. Because you have, you have to treat like a job. Yeah. So I write, um, I write at coffee shops. I have a, a group that I write with, actually. Um, we're called the Shamers. We shame each other into working. And it's a uh, support structure that's very smart. Yeah, and it's like all chicks and, and one dude. Um, he's the Smurfette of your group. He's the Smurfette of our group, and we like get together, and, and we're all working on different things. Like uh, some of us write books, some write screenplays, some write for TV shows. Like everyone does different things, and we all sit together and, and sort of give each other shit. If you're on Twitter too long, oh, you're on Twitter again, Ember. You need to close that and do some work. Yeah. Um, so that's that's awesome, and they like definitely help me to like finish things because I, you're kind of forced to do to do yeah. work and not dick around, you know. So what what do you think it is about you that makes you constantly have to be creating stuff and writing and and uh, a natural fear of death? Is that it, that's a that's a valid it's a valid I think reason? It is. I got I got into a whole talk about well a whole thing. I did a, a panel. There's a, a woman I know, Sarah, who's a, a professor at UCLA, and she had me and a couple people come and speak about YA fantasy and gender, and it devolved into like why there's a lot of escape in, in fantasy literature. And I was saying, well, it's because, you know, we're terrified of dying. So we want to, like, escape into other worlds where maybe there is no dying. Like mm -hmm. fantasy, a lot of that is immortality and you live on and you have magical powers. And, you know, that's very appealing. Um, thanatophobia is a real disease. No, it's not a disease, but <laughs> it, is, it is a phobia. Sure. And then I think also a lot of the fantasy stuff, I mean, it just in the, in the, the culture that I grew up in, the uh, Aboriginal culture. The Aboriginals, yeah. We just like to put dots on things. <laughs> I don't know. I would. We would look at stuff, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I think that needs more dots on it." I need more dots. Need more dots on it. Maybe some white dots. Some didgeridoo action. <laughs> you lost your virginity to like the didgeridoo. to a didgeridoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever you hear, you're like, oh. <laughs> and then I actually took that footage and put no, I, Michelle <laughs> Branch over it. I actually. Now it just now I'm picturing you having sex with a didgeridoo. With a didgeridoo, yeah. Not that's... with somebody else while didgeridoo is happening. Kids, didgeridoo don't <laughs> fuck didgeridoos. Oh, the so, low so the baritonic hum of a didgeridoo, really. There's a lot of vibration. That could be really, like, potent, right? There, but someone would potent. have to be blowing into the other end is the problem. Isn't that usually what happens? I'm not, I'm not people gay, but if I'm didgeridoo gay, so if a dude wants to blow a didgeridoo, with we're not touching. <laughs> it's like a circle jerk. Kind it of. is kind of a, it's an aboriginal circle jerk. <laughs> so, it's uh, more of a line jerk. <laughs> So the culture that you grew up in was nerd culture was ne was not great in just in the sense that um, there well, was you're from the south like I am yeah but there was yo you're from Alabama I'm from that's Alabama right and you're from Tennessee from right? Tennessee so there's no you're from uh, the Memphis right? Birmingham Birmingham you're from Birmingham I'm from Memphis yes. right yeah so, we're fist bumping across boom yeah so there's no up. there was no cool um, it wasn't like cool or there was no retro cool it was just you were just sort of outcast 
And I think a lot of the fantasy that we enjoyed, a lot of the D&D, a lot of those fantasy elements were not that we were trying, not that we were afraid of death, but that we were just trying to escape, escape reality. The, the, yeah, the, the monotony. monotony of reality yeah. and the and the and the the sort of Who doesn't want to numb go to predictability. Narnia, of, you know exactly. I want to go to Narnia and hang out with big talking lion. Who doesn't want to roll dice and send your brain into some sort I of a magical in, realm? I never got into Dungeons and Dragons, but a lot of actually, my friend Margaret um, and my friend Javi both do D and D, and and I kind of want to like. Actually, a lot of my friends, my friend Sarah and her husband. You weirdly, you weirdly, I kind of want to do it. You weirdly are into it because you write fantasy fiction, and so you could People could role play me. You could retrofit your could your myself. stories into role playing games if you wanted to. I so did. Well, I, I wrote a series of books. Um, actually, I did it. <clears throat> there's this guy Christopher Golden. He and I did a, a a thing for the BBC called The Ghost of Albion. It was like a flash animation web series basically like 10, 11 years ago before it was like cool and like Anthony Daniels did one of the voices. Yes. It was really awesome. Um, but then we actually turned that universe after we did the stuff for the BBC, we turned it into Books for Random House and then uh, they did a role playing game of it. So I have the book of the Ghost of Albion role playing like and everyone's got numbers and you know, you know, powers and it, it was really, it was really cool. It's really cool. I think, did, did you did you enjoy do you enjoy math or statistics or probability or anything along those lines? Um or chance. Do you like games of chance? I, I do. I do. Then I you do would like D and D. It's all it's all dice rolling and probability with a really What's nice narrative. Um <laughs> Russian roulette. Russian roulette. That's my favorite game of chance. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the gun. I started thinking about these old D and D games like Boot Hill. I don't <laughs> Boot Hill. Boot Hill was the Western D and D. There was a there was a Western when D and D got popular. A bunch of other ones. There was like a space one, and then a Western mm-hmm. one, and mm-hmm. then a an espionage one, and the you one know, with the gun. and then the one but the one with the gun is just Russian roulette. It's just Russian roulette. You drink yeah. white Russians while you try not to shoot yourself. In the That's head. right. There's no uh, there's no dice rolling no. per se. No, there's just chamber. Well, rolling. it's chamber roll. Yeah. Yeah, we're so cool over here. We are the coolest. The gun talk. Do you like guns? Um, I want to go shoot. At a range, I don't know why. I kind of want to. Let's do it. Um, I've Let's only do it for shot... the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do that. Do you know um, who owns a gun range? Who, who Michael owns a... Rooker. Michael Rooker has a gun. Does he really? It's not a range. It's like a fucking. It's yeah, like it's a... in the Angeles forest. Yeah, it's like a. F- he owns a gun forest. Yeah, and you can just go shoot guns out there. Well, someone said I think you can shoot it near the police academy in Elysian Park. Like, I think they have a range there. I'd like to do that. There's one downtown. There's one in Burbank too. There's yeah, I go one... to the one downtown. Angeles. I've only shot. Fake guns, like you know, blanks and stuff for yeah. films, and 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 it's always very intense and always kind of freaks me out. So I'd like to actually be comfortable with. Wow, it just got dark outside. Um, it's just oh, it did a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah. I've only I've only shot the uh, I shot an M16 at the Walking Dead. No, oh, I remember that the video. Dead, really cool. They had me, uh, John Sanders, and because that's how you kill zombies with an <laughs> M16. It works. Oh yeah. As long as you right get, as long as you hit him in the brain. You're good. Right in the brain. Right in the brain. Right in the brain pan. What are you watching right now? Is there? Do you have time to watch? How do you find time to be a fan of things and still produce things? Um, well, I don't have a television. What? Nope. I uh, I watch things on Netflix and Hulu. I guess. Oh, okay. If I do watch. But okay. Okay. That's. But I haven't that had still TV counts. For two years. That still that was, counts. I was spending way too much time watching forensic files. <laughs> Great show. I'm not yeah. going to knock it for the room. That's, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I was like, I got to stop watching dead people. Um, Matt, Matt, when you worked in a funeral home, did you ever play like forensic files and try to? No. I would just try to put people back together nicely. Okay. <laughs> wow. What's wrong? No. It's, it's <laughs> awesome that you worked at a funeral. I mean, like, I, you know, it's that, that, that therapy where you have to go and like touch the things you're frightened of. Right. Like a didgeridoo. Uh, yeah. Right. 
But yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan of Louie. Like, I'm obsessed with Louie. Yeah. Like, it's just so honest and real. And the relationship he has with his daughters is very much like the relationship my dad has with my sister and I. Like, you love them so much, but you hate them so much at the same time. <laughs> like, I love you, but I'm going to punch you. Um, but it's just, it's so real that, that like, that parent-child relationship where you love your kids so much, but you see, you know, like, they, they drive you up the wall. Sure. You know, because they're your children and, you know, you're responsible for them. But yeah, I love Louie and I like The Wire a lot, too. That's really good. I don't know. I... I I've really gotten into, um, oh no, I can't say this. I've gotten into Rosemary and Time. It's a British uh, detective show with two ladies who garden. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I've been watching a lot of it's it. It's British. I'm sure it's fucking great. It's repetitive and it's the same murder every time, but goddammit, I can't stop watching it. I like clean with it on. And they, they, <laughs> they find dead bodies in garden. Like it's gardening. It's how can you make gardening a mystery? Well, they have. They have. For a me. Gar- garden's a good place to bury a body. It's, it's going to provide true. a lot of nutrients for the it's plants. True. It's true. It's nitrogen rich. Do they ever decide like, well, actually, um, Mr. Forrester is really good for all of these uh, these all herbs we're growing. He's really good for all the perennials. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Strip off his knickers and put them in They're the dirt. They're always dead in, in the garden. Like, there's always a dead body in the garden. I was like, God, you guys, I just wouldn't want you near my garden. I don't have a garden. But Or if you lived in that city and you were a halfway fucking smart constable, you would just stake out the gardens always. Yeah. I go where the gardens are. I'm always where the gardens are. That's me. That's a good... Uh, <laughs> we sh- I think we need to go we down should, to the uh, uh, Arboretum and... Oh, we go to the Arboretum. Yeah. Oh, you and me in the Arboretum. Just we could have some fun. It's with a decade. Do and some Dungeons and Dragons. And oh, D and D at the Arboretum. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, of course it would. Right. Oh, we've got to do that. <laughs> we are nerds. Well, we just like we like Nerdy fun things. things. We like awesome things. Yeah, we like to pretend. I do we like have imaginations. A little bit. <laughs> Um, oh, speaking of imagination, we should talk about the film that I'm here sort of for. We can talk about whatever you want to talk really? about. Can we talk about it? Talk because about the awesome movie. Because there's like a jack-off murder and there's um, a baby with a gun to its head. What's a jack-off murder? It's a murder happening while someone's jacking off on somebody, maybe? Wait. Onto um, someone? Are the, is the jack-off the murder weapon or is it... It's near the murder weapon. Is the person jacking <laughs> off the murderer or are they being murdered? Yes, or the person th- jacking off is the murderer. It's a it's a movie called Dust Up and actually um, it's really... And it's every time you ejaculate, you're awesome. murdering millions of potential babies in the eyes of the Lord. Oh my God, there was so much... I didn't even... It was like a holocaust <laughs> and a human murder at the same time. That's right. Oh my God. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, my friend Ward, who's right over there... Directed it. Hey, He's all embarrassed. He they he, he thought it was like like a, an audience thing, so he came to to like be part of the audience. It is, you are, there is an audience. Kyle's it's, here. Annie's here. Yeah. Ward's here. There, there there's three people who are here, and then there's people walking by constantly in front of the window, looking at us. And I keep smiling at them. I smile inappropriately at strangers all the time. I can't help it. I'm just like, and then I'm like, oh my god, they're coming over. Yeah. I wasn't. Wait. I want to. I want to see the smile. So you you don't know so me. I, and I'm just okay, walking by. I'm like, Hey, what a lovely, pleasant girl. I'm just so happy all the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Do people ever mistake that as like, yes. oh, I should come on to dudes, her? Dudes at bars all the time. I don't mean to. I just look. And I'm like, eh. Well, because last they... night, this older man in glasses, literally, we were at a bar and he like uh, was over on one side. And he, we did that accidental smile moment. And then he like came over and like was going to talk to me. And I totally did the no, no, no. So we went and sat in another part of the bar. Do you mind if I kill you while I jerk off? Oh, why do I smile at people? 
Because guys are conditioned to think that if someone smiles at you, that that's their that, Yeah, saying, that means that you want to have sex with them. I always and I assume. Do. I always assume the opposite. I always they assume. Don't have sex I with always you. assume like no one is. I'm like, I'm the first to be like no. It. Yeah, that was this. We were talking about women and men and like how the cues and these two like. Tw- we had a 20, it was my friend Tessa and I, we're both, I'm 35 and she's 36. Oh shit, I shouldn't say how old my friend is, she's probably going to punch me. But uh, we were with two, a 26 year old and a 28 year old dudes. And they were asking us all these questions and I felt like in the life of Brian, you know, when John Cleese is like giving the sex. Yes. Yeah, that's what I felt like we were doing. We were like explaining like, we're like, no, no, dude, like we don't care what dudes look like. We just want them to be funny and nice and, and have a conversation, you know, and they're like, nuh-uh. They did not believe us. They're like, you are full of shit. Well, because Both young girls. girls want, like, 20-year-old girls want different things, I think, than 30, 35-year-old girls. I never wanted that. Even when I was a 20 tw- I always liked the, like, I liked Tom York from Radiohead. That, I was attracted to that. So there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, you're attracted to that super talented songwriter? Yeah, but he's got a, he's <laughs> got a so, wondering, You're so different than all women eye. I know. I he's just, you just, eye. doesn't matter. You can put sunglasses What's on. What's it wondering? It may, I don't know what it's wondering, but it's not looking in my direction. God damn it. Um, no, Would but like, I like, to like freeze off the beaten path, guys. Yeah. He wants to, f- like to freeze your eggs. Watch my song about it. Watch the song. Yo, Tom York and I are going to form a band called Jesus Call. frozen Frozen eggs. Yeah, so I like, you know, I've always liked odd fellows. I never liked the, nor- like, we were talking about, it started because we were talking about Magic Mike, and they were like, it's not very sexual. I'm like, no, it's not very sexual. It's more aspirational. Women are like, I want to be in that audience and have Channing Tatum look at me and go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the eye thing with my fingers. That That's it. weird, but you know what I mean. Um, you, uh, you, you, uh, it, it is interesting. We derailed. No, but it's fine. But this is a whole separate conversation. We'll talk about the movie in a second, but this is a conversation that interests that interests me greatly. Which, Magic Mike? Well, no. No. <laughs> no, it was a fine movie. Magic Mike was a fine movie. Channing Tatum can dance. He can. I don't want to have sex with him, but I think he can dance. No. He's not my So if he, if, if he came up to you at a bar and was like, Hey, I'm Channing Tatum, and um, I was just Too wondering muscly. if you would like to... Too uh, muscly. I would, feel, I, w- I would feel awkward. I'm like, you're... But you wouldn't try it just once to be like, okay, that's what that's like, and then not date him? I don't know. Not really. I get attached. I'm not a good serial sex person. Me? I have trouble with that. Neither. I can't, I can't do it. Like, I really tried to be... Sl- I had a, a breakup, and I had, like, I'm going to be slutty. <laughs> I'm going to be really slutty, and I can't seal the deal. I literally, like, get, like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, I got to go now, and so I got to be up for boot camp at uh, 7, so I'm going to leave now. <laughs> it's so bad. I literally, like, I'm, like, the makeout queen. I'm, like, high school. I'm, like, oh, I can't actually consummate this, but <laughs> I, can, I can find a dead body in the garden, but I cannot have sex with it. It's weird. I can't. <laughs> uh, it's weird. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of the, I think I'm the same way, where I just it's feel. Bam. I just I would just feel weird about I don't know why I just yeah. feel weird about it. It's like I'm like I want to know you as a person. I don't want to just like have your penis near me. Like yeah. <laughs> we are so different. Well, technically, <laughs> technically, all of our genitals are near each other. In this, <laughs> we're in proximity. Cloaked. They're cloaked. They're just put away. <laughs> <laughs> They're in their pants cage. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you have a key for yours. My I, do- refer, my I refer to mine as a sheath. <laughs> My dolphin is not going to bite you because he's <laughs> Got your nose. <laughs> Got your blowhole. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I really, I did try to be slutty and I just can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to sleep but with I a bunch of people. To. To Everybody pre- else does it and I can't. Maybe people don't do it as much as you think they, they do. They talk about it. They pretend they're really slutty and they're not. They some lie. people, some people do. Are they tall tailors? Some people do. I mean, I always thought, you know, 
I'm fascinated by people, the men or women, because it's the same, like who uh, can just go out and sort of casually fuck a bunch of people and then just yeah. be like, oh, hey, I'm ready to start this process I, over again. I thought Haruk was going to go on a tear after Janet, but he did not. Super monogamous. You're lame. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You've just now insulted both of us. I, I am like I am your female equal. No, I'm the, I'm I'm the same way. Sure you are. I and am Daniel Craig. Well, he's you very handsome. Sex with him. I, if I had to in a situational if it was situation, him or Attila the Hun, you would definitely go for Daniel Craig. Right? If I if I had to be gay with somebody, I don't. Why not Daniel? He would Craig? give you a yurt though. That would be exciting. <laughs> that would be your parting gift. Daniel Craig or Tom York. <laughs> uh, no, Attila the Hun. Well, <laughs> no, Genghis the Khan. Hun clan. Genghis Khan would give you a yurt as a parting gift. <laughs> I don't want you to feel too bad about this, so take this yurt. As <laughs> they're expensive yurts. They're weirdly expensive, yeah, but then in the long term, inexpensive. Yeah, because you're not you're not paying a lot of bills. <laughs> it's funny when I when I first started, you know, when I first, when I first started dating Chloe, and then she was like, "Oh, I really I really like you a lot." I I don't know. I was like, "Really?" Like I just it's hard. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I'm. I don't know why I feel like I want to talk people out of liking me. Are you oh, sure? I talk people into it. Are all you the sure? Time. There's so many. There's a lot of better Constantly people out there talking people into it. You really? like me, right? Oh. You really <laughs> like me. Well, but I'm that's great. sort of the coming at it from the op. You like me, right? Like that's sort of that's no, checking do. in. I know, but we're just we're still cool. This is all about the movie <laughs> that Ward directed, right? Yes, this is all because there's a lot of sex in that movie. There is really only. Do you a do sex scenes in the movie? No, I do not. But Ward does. Funnily enough. Do you, Ward, are you jerking off and killing people? Oh no. Oh. He's getting it. Have you ever done a sex scene in a movie? I have. I have. I've never shown anything. Like, you've never seen my breasts. But you still but have. <laughs> you've never but I've, seen. I've, I have mimed. I once, I once tested for a pilot, and I literally had to go through the contract, and, like, you will show si the side of your breast. You will mime cunnilingus. You will, like, all these things you had to sign off on yeah. in order to test for this pilot. Um, and oh, that's, that's a classic mime trapped in a box. Yeah. Come on, you guys. <laughs> you will mime. Um, yeah. It, I find Jesus. it awkward, I, and I don't know if I'd ever be able to do it because I'd be like, "This is." If I don't have to watch it later, I can do it. I don't like to watch myself having you... sex. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I don't just... even take my clothes off in the house. I don't know. I'm just I, I would you if I could. I would shower clothes? in a bathing suit if I could. <laughs> Are you, a you're a never nude. Uh, kind of, yeah. No, I don't really mind. ridiculous. Like, fine. like I just don't want like I don't want like somebody looking. I I don't want my dad. Do you know what I mean? Like I think of it. In the, I couch it in those terms. Like would I want my dad to see me do this? Yeah, probably not. Right. Um, but then there are things like dust up where you you read them and you're just like, oh, this is like seriously fucked up and amazing and and funny. If something makes me laugh out loud, then I want to be a part of it. That's sort of how that's my barometer these days. That's mm -hmm. what you look for in a project. Yeah, if it makes me laugh or it makes me cry or it has some resonance of some kind, then I'm like, I'm down because I don't really act that much anymore. I'm sort of out of that game. Yeah, um, sort of retired a little bit. Like when people call and like. Then I want to go play and, you know, or if I read something, they'll send me something, read this. Well, it's a shitty it. business. It's a shitty process to go through. I just, I just got tired of chasing the dragon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and, like, and not, and not getting stuff for, for reasons that you have no control over. Plus, you know, I have a brain and, and I like to make things and, and I really enjoy making films more than I do, you know, like being in front of the camera these days. Cause yeah. you, you know, you get your, you know, like when I, I co-directed a film called Drones that um, Sam Levine started. So great. Oh. Sam double M. Sam double M. We love me some Sam. Made him go to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, <laughs> where we upped the Jewish population by four. Um, but uh, but like to to like work on that film and to like have your vision be out there. Like and 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 it's not just like regurgitating someone else's words. That was very 
that was very like it just made me feel like I was doing something with my life. Mm -hmm. And then like when you read stuff like dust up and you're like, oh, like this, like this makes me laugh. This is going to be funny. And it's going to, and it says something. It has like a social conscience underneath all the like craziness. Like it, it says something about society and people and how we interact with each other and about meth and drugs. There's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of smoking of baby powder. Or was it baby powder? No. What was it? They were smoking. Oh, baby laxative. They were snorting baby laxative. That's what it was. I didn't have to do that. But Babies get constipated? Oh, yeah. Sure. I don't know. I've never been constipated. I... But you have a well, you don't, re- you don't yeah. remember, like but now you don't remember, though. No, I'm pretty sure I would remember that, even as an infant. <laughs> Jesus. This is the oddest conversation ever. You're welcome. Thank you. I think, I feel like, because we sort of let the guests direct the where oh, the conversation's going to go, mm-hmm. I think this is sort of the inner working of your brain. Oh, I'm a sick sick and twisted individual i look really cute and nice and i'm like a gremlin i look all adorable but if you you know feed me after midnight you are fucked (laughs) don't get water on me either or come (laughs) well okay let me just boil that down don't come on me yeah just don't come on me because i get evil and i multiply what if it what if some guy didn't know that and it hit you and all of a sudden your skin started bubbling bubbling. and another tiny amber benson like shot out oh my god the world would be fucked one with a mohawk Oh, I love that. Can I do that? I would love to do that. That's a, I. I also. I also love that. Uh, is your parent? Your, so your dad gives you shit about not about oh, yeah, having he's, a baby. He's desperate for my sister. I one of us to have children. He's like, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me having children. You have to do it. Um, he's a psychiatrist. He's he's a he's awesome. He's he's Larry David. My dad looks like you guys have met my dad. Have you guys not met my dad? Oh my god. He looks like he looks like he's got that Larry David vibe. He um gets into scrapes. Like Larry David. Okay. So he is like a walking episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, <laughs> and he's always wearing khakis, white sneakers, and a blazer. Yeah, no blazer. He like wears this red like windbreaker everywhere. It's really, <laughs> it's really cute. Um, and he can't hear very well. He has hearing aids, and so but it's selective because sometimes like I'll be like da 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 penis da da. He'll be like, what did you say about the penis? And I'm like, you were way over there. You have hearing aids. Wait a minute. You can get aids of the hearing now. <laughs> Yeah, but it's treatable yeah. now. It's you can live cats. with it. It's ca- I had to take care of cat herpes. Cat herpes? I did. I was cat sitting for a friend, and her cats both got herpes. And I had to How? Because um, one came from a, a shelter, and she was fostering it, and it brought herpes into the house. And then the other cat got it. And, you know, the cat only had one eye. So cat herpes is like lung and eye. It's not sexually translated or transmitted. <laughs> so now, had, if this herpes was a sex move, what would it be? <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Oh, so you had to take you had to take care of poor <laughs> poor cat herpes. Poor, poor cat herpes. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? I brought this up. I don't know why. That's uh, all right. Because of your dad's hearing aid. <laughs> That's how we got to I, cat. How herpes. do you how do you how do you battle when your dad tries to use uh, psychological warfare to try to convince you to have a kid? How do you? I just smile. Usually I'm driving, <laughs> so I can just ignore him and just smile. Does he live in town? Or does uh, he lives up north. He lives in between San Francisco and my sister's in San Fran, and I'm here, and so he's like right in the middle of us. Family Obispo? Wow. That's Central Coast. Yeah, it's yeah. Center of, that's, that's Mike Furman that's country. Middle. That's the middle. That is, that is where he is. That's where Mike Furman country is. You've been to the Madonna Inn over there. Oh, yeah, the Madonna Inn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you been to the Madonna Inn? No. Never you been to San Louis Obispo. Lots of cool. I just know that it's the middle. It is the middle. It, it, they do say San Louis Obispo, just, yeah. just not so me. you know. Okay. I don't say that. Well, everyone who lives there. No, it's fine. Do you say St. Louis instead of St. Saint Louis? Louis? Yeah, sure. Why not? San Louis. San Louis. Ooh la la. C'est très beau. Hein? You don't love that show, Louis. 
No, that's it's Louis. Louis. Well, but he does spell it L O U I. Doesn't matter. Okay. Louis Prima. Hey. Louis Armstrong. All right. Louis. Louis. Sure. Just going with it. I love that show so much. I want to be Louis. I want to be Louis C.K. When he's I gonna, up. he's gonna take a, he's taking a year off of the show too. Is he really? Yeah, because he's he's done th- three seasons of it, and uh, he just wants to take time off to focus on stand up and sort of build up the. Yeah, get new stories. I mean, because my, my, my assumption is that the way that show works is that it's his entire year since he does everything. He's got to write it, then they have to shoot it, it, then he's got to edit it, it yeah. and then and then he starts the process over again. And That's I, what I, I want to do. I, I imagine s- that probably takes about 10 months. That's what I want to do. I just wrote a, this sounds so L.A., I just wrote a pilot about myself. No, but you actually do make stuff, so. I do make stuff, but I wrote a pilot about my life, about being, like, in the genre world and kind of trying to escape that trajectory a little bit and also having a crazy... Uh, my mom is very um, interesting. She's she's my mom, and I love her, but she, she loves to gamble. Mm-hmm. She's one of those. Um, and uh, so it's about that and my relationship with her and, you know, being a kid actor and then growing up and, yeah... So is that. it any kind of gambling, or is there a specific game? The, she likes the the. I call them the one arm bandits, but mm-hmm. no one else does the slots. The slots. She likes the slots because really, there's no. You can't. They. It's just pure chance. Russian roulette. Yeah, it is Russian roulette. So she enjoys that. So it's it's always interesting. Like I, I love her very much, but she loves she loves to like beat the system and whatever she does. And so that that always like she she um she likes to sell my stuff on eBay. Okay. <laughs> I was at a book signing and a guy came up and he was like, uh, so I bought the My Little po- I bought the little My Little Ponies you used to play with when you were a little girl. Oh no. <laughs> no. I was like, "Excuse me?" No. Oh, my I was like, "Yeah, God. I bought the My Little Ponies you used to play with when you were a little girl from your mom on eBay." And uh <laughs> That's that is Holy shit. That is grosser than like a bucket of week old shrimp. Yeah, and uh and I, all I could think was like, "Wow, those are I'm like, those are my sisters because they were hers. They were not mine. So my mom basically sold this guy, my my oh, sister's my little ponies. I feel ponies really that she awful little, right now. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? What is he? Oh, it's really creepy, right? oh, you're turning red. They're so full of his jizz. But, but, we should. Oh. <laughs> there's like sprouting up little my little ponies everywhere. Oh. They're they don't so have orifices. Full. They are solid. But their hair is real. <laughs> but yeah. So. Oh. so Stuff like that, you know. Don't feel good. Did you talk to her about this? Does your dad talk to her about this? What are you gonna do? Don't do that. (laughs) There's no. You can't. There's no reasoning with that. Um, (sighs) So that. So I want to write about it. Is there any? Is there any small actor narcissistic molecule of you that's like? I've kind of made it enough that someone wants to buy my. Like, is there any part no. of that? No. Okay. No. Not not about the Milo. Does she throw it up? Buy it now, or does she put a reserve on it? What's the deal? I'm sure. I'm sure it's whatever she can get. <laughs> um, yeah. So you see why I want to write about it because like I need some help. So I have to like psychologically to to expel that. Well, I, I just bought write. you on eBay. Yeah, I just bought you on eBay. I bought you um, on eBay. Yeah, you're like a ghost. You're not, yeah. Bought your frozen eggs on eBay. Yeah. Oh my god, I could totally do. I could make a lot of. Sure, and a lot of babies. <laughs> Wow, I could sell my eggs on eBay. You, eggs. This, eBay would take this could finance. You could build an egg pyre. Built. I could I really could? I really could. They're just gonna find out they're all infertile. They're like, yeah, Amber, you're infertile. We yeah. find out because we bought your eggs for ten thousand dollars on eBay. We'll call it. Uh, we'll call it. Keep it, Amber. Oh, and this is disgusting. <laughs> no, we call it. We call it frozen and amber. Frozen, frozen and amber. And, uh, we have frozen. Uh, and amber. That is perfect. 
That is amazing. It's, it's, it's like a, with jewelry. It's jewelry, it's like but jewelry. it's your eggs are in it instead oh of a mosquito. God. So it's like yeah. So my <sighs> eggs. Yeah, like a cluster. Amber. We'll put a cluster of your eggs. In. And we can just like yeah. put on a frozen yeah. and amber. We have an amber T Rex. We have a T Rex. Say again. We have an amber T Rex. Oh my God! Frozen and amber. Oh, it's so unsettling. <laughs> so unsettling. That and the My Little Pony. Like, don't, doesn't everyone feel sorry for me now? I feel. No, I do. That's true. So that's that. I, if I, I were to express I how I really it. feel about it, I would cry for a second. Yeah. But I. But I feel. But I. But I. Because it's. It's, it's, so, it's so ridiculous. It's so, so creepy. Not only is it just creepy on your mother's behalf, but the gentleman <laughs> that purchased it. And then told you about it. If you bought that, wouldn't you be embarrassed to tell anyone that you did that? Yeah, sure. When I bought Daniel Craig's My Little Ponies, I was very embarrassed. (laughs) Well, Matt Matt would do that. (laughs) Yes, I know he would. I wouldn't buy Daniel Craig. If James Bond used the My Little Pony in the movie, (laughs) then I would buy one. (laughs) (laughs) James Bond. (laughs) Bridled, not bareback. (laughs) (laughs) Bond, it's a My Little Pony laser. That was not funny. It was funny. Bareback, it was a good joke. It was what a really, it was a really good joke. I like you. You laugh at my bad jokes. I, I listen. This is we're all about we're, bad we're, jokes. We're, we have like the southern bond. We do the bond of the south. Southerners are very <laughs> bond of the south. That the was smart. of the bandit. He was the <laughs> yeah. James Bond of the south. I don't know if the bandit was. <laughs> I don't know if Burt Reynolds was the bond of the south. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong, everyone. No, that's Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Might be, but I, but I feel like. Uh, uh, Southerners, as much as I make fun of the South and being from there, like uh, honestly, some of the up. nicest people yeah. in the country. Also, a lot of the most racist people in the country. Well, there, there are some of those, lot. but there's we have dickheads lot. in LA too. It's I mean, true. like, there's dickheads everywhere. There are dickheads everywhere. Those are just there's just their those are just their dickheads. They don't. But have, what did you call like the thing you put yourself? Forget it. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the, the the covering of the genitals. What did you call it? Pants pants cage. Oh, the pants cage. The dickheads should wear a pants cage on. They the should have to wear a pants. They do. It's called a hood, <laughs> and they're <laughs> like in the clan. <laughs> yeah. No, Aww. but that's a red. Ah, you're like an adorable Sith Lord. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I just po- poked you with myself. So where where can people uh, see Dust Up? It's on uh, it's on VOD. It's on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's on the iTunes. Definitely go on the iTunes. I look really cute in it, and I have a baby, which was odd and awkward because it's not actually my baby. It is actually Ward and Annie's real baby. <gasps> you cast you're already getting your baby into the business. Mm-hmm. Bo is awesome. She is so cute and adorable. And um, I was at a convention, and somebody had seen Dust Up, and they came up to me, and they just wanted me to let Annie and Ward know that like it's okay to put kids in films because they came out okay. Because when they were this person, when they were a child, they were the baby in uh, Ghostbusters. No, I think it was the 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 dark back. No, no, the, the dark. No, no, it wasn't the not dark the dark backward. backward. It wasn't the dark backward. It's the dark the dark half. Oh, the dark half. Yeah. Stephen King. It was yeah. So they were the baby in that, and they said they turned out okay. Except that they're going up to people and talking about how they were the uh-huh. baby in the dark half. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, at conventions. It was pretty cool though. I was like, you're awesome. I know exactly what you're. Uh, All right. Feeling. Uh, upon reflection, not as okay as we thought. <laughs> <laughs> A- Annie Roberts getting the baby into now how <laughs> someone who works at E and sees what being oh sorry never mind we're gonna we're gonna cut that I mean out. someone who sells E to people oh! Annie Annie's <laughs> you know those are true Hollywood stories <laughs> very but, uh, true it's it's a really it's like a fun weird like uh it's a it's a it's a, a grindhouse western that is the the moniker that it has been given and I think it's very apropos. Because there is a grindhouse quality to it, but it's also 
it's kind of awesome. We shot out in Joshua, Joshua Tree, and it's got that Western aesthetic, that post-apocalyptic feel. Even though it's not post-apocalyptic, it just feels... It's pre-apocalyptic. It's pre-apocalyptic. Like every movie. Like all movies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's true. Yeah. And it's going to be the apocalypse soon, right? The 21st? Are we going to die? No. No, we're not no. going to die, but, you know... I was thinking I would go out in the desert by myself and just drop acid on the 21st. Well, the, it's going to be a fucking crowded desert, I'll tell you that The much. really scary thing is I was reading, I was reading an interview with... Um, uh, a, a senior official, official at NASA, mm. and he My cousin was, works for NASA. Oh, really? Yeah, she comes out and, and liaises with JPL. <laughs> well, yes. what's happening with NASA is that people are saying like, so should I, you know, what's the best way for me to end my child's life first and then mine so we don't have to suffer? And they're like, there's... Oh, that's so scary. It's like Y2K all over again. Well, I mean, they should, those people should end their lives first. To just clear him out of the... Yeah, don't worry about the kid. The kid will die on its own. You just kill yourself. No, the kid would survive. Yeah. No, I know, but these people shouldn't be around. If that's These people that are believing... I mean, listen. If that if that baby from the dark half could be okay, that's right. Then any baby, then any baby can be all right. The beauty of it is, if we're wrong, you won't be around to see yourself be right. There you go. That is so unsettling. That's why I'm doing lots of fun things. I'm making things. That way, that way, I will leave something behind after the. Better apocalypse. make a lot of things. Yeah. I'm making a. Real I'm making, quick. I'm making a web series now called Girl on Girl, and I feel like that will be the thing that like. What's that about? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited you asked. <laughs> no, it's about two two narcissistic women who are trying to meet men, and the pilot episode is them having a fake casting in order to meet meet men. Okay, and they uh, end up making out with each other in the end. Um, the yeah, it's just is it up yet? Uh, not yet. We're we're in post on it right now. But I just was like, there there's not a lot of curb your enthusiasm esque stuff for women. Like there sure. was the comeback. Right, and I feel like girls is such a good show. Yeah, but I feel like girls is in that world, but it's not like that funny world, you know. Right, and I love that cringe humor, and that's I want to do that. Like I want to make that. That's something a little more satire than like yeah. than like a, like gritty and real. Like, yeah, I like like the ab fab mixed with yes. the curb, yes. that kind of thing. And oh, and I agree. It was fun because one of the girls actually like one of the episodes they take their their tops off at a pool party one of the girls actually took her top off and and i was shooting i was running one of the cameras and uh actually the the girl that was our dp for dust up the film that ward nanny or produced and directed and are part of um she actually shot the web series but she and i had cameras and we were and i was trying not to get breasts in the shot <laughs> no breasts no breasts i was like going up no breasts and i was like no one else in the world has this job no breasts usually it's the opposite you want to see the breasts we can't well, I think it's good that, uh, I mean... But the title's great, right? Girl, girl on Girl. Girl on Girl, yeah. Because people think porn, and they click on it. But also, <laughs> but also, it's, I think, the sort of, the bigger message is that you're a woman who's making a, an authentic show. I think women should own their sexuality. That's why I like the word cunt, because I feel like by saying it and, and owning it, like, I take back all the negative connotations to it. Like, I have one, and I should be proud of it, just like all women should be. I've honestly, I know that this, I, I feel the same way about the Retard. word. No, stop it. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. I just saw your lips forming a word. I'm sorry. I jumped it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. What was the actual word Matt's, you were going Matt's to from say? Boston. So that's a, people get mad when you say the R word, but yeah, it's like wicked, wicked, retarded. wicked, retarded, but you, but, wicked but, retarded. but, but, but is, it's is just there, the vernacular from where I'm from. Is kids. there any truth to the fact that? That the that that word is not used to refer to actually mentally challenged people anymore. So is yeah. it? Not it just it just means 
slow. Well, like it, you know, I mean, some people are offended by it, so. Yeah, I got, I got. It, it is been, what it is. I've said it and gotten harassed about it. And I, I mean, it's that. one thing if you say that about someone who's mentally challenged. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, sure, sure, sure. But I just use it to describe my family. Uh, but <laughs> again, that's just my. That's just slow, from. Though. That's just that's where I'm from. Yeah. Where I'm from, we would say Boston. that all the time. Right. So. From Boston, they say wicked. They yeah. Don't say the but I kind of, I always sort of felt like with the with the with the nerd word. I I I always felt sort of empowered about like being able to say it and not be ashamed and be and like I know what I'm into. When it is like geek chic. It is. You know, Daily. to the point to the point of <laughs> like of like oversaturation now. Sure. And yeah. now there's like a, like we got to step away from it and let it kind of bubbles gonna burst, Chris. It's, it's, we better pull back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to pull back. The you show's there just first, so you're good. Welcome to the Hardwickest. Mm. No, doesn't really work as well. The He's yeah. the hardest wick in town. <laughs> oh, I just, that'd be so great if people knew me as that guy. You know <laughs> what I'm going to have to do? the monogamous wick in town, too. <laughs> I'm just going to start having a boner on everything I do, and then eventually it's going to catch on. <laughs> you just, like, do some live streaming of your yep. boner. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Guys, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, Google Hangout with my boner. People hardest wick do around. That, right? Right? Google Hangout with chat roulette. Sure, yeah. It's called chat roulette. You don't know what you're going to get when you chat with No, you're going to get dicks. You're going to get a hard wick. You are. Sorry, i got to stop saying that. It just sounds good. Let's light it on fire. Why would you want to light it on fire? It's a wick. <laughs> no. I'm not oh, sure about man. science then. Oh, man. Oh, man. So Girl on Girl, when is that coming out? Soon. Okay, that's coming out soon. Yeah. Dust up. Um, you have multiple books, a new book series you're working on. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I always love... Yeah, we, we are of the same, we are of the... The, the, the same ilk of the, like, the, I have to go out and just make a bunch of stuff or I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy um, <laughs> or or I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. Right. It's one of, you know, it's always one of those two things. It is a it is a financial and also spiritual survival mode. It's true. I'm, I get really frustrated if I'm not doing stuff. Like, I have to be making things. But it's not just that you want to be doing stuff. It's that you want to be doing stuff that you care about and have a hand in which is slightly different than just I need to be busy all the yeah, time no, like no, you need not, to I don't want to be crafting like I want to be like making things that move me and I'm proud of and you know I feel like especially now with like the advent of YouTube and, and the way the internet's set up that like anybody can you can put anything that you do out there of course have an audience there's no there's no excuses anymore to not make stuff yeah. if you want to agreed agreed I mean it's it's scary because you know you get a lot of crap that way that you have to sort of sift through but yeah but it's nice because now everybody has a voice and uh, that didn't used to be the case. And I think maybe that's also why that the, the advent of, of the nerd culture sort of rose up when it did because rose up Hardwick. <laughs> hey, um, but, oh, I didn't uh, even make that connection. Yeah, I go there. My mind is a toilet. That's fine. <laughs> and it does not flush. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of coffee. I had a lot of coffee before this. That's long. Amber Benson. That should be your fucking yeah. Twitter yeah. description. My mind will, is a toilet and it, it does, does not, not flush. flush. I will totally, I'm going to do that. Right now it's something else, but I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. My Twitter is now going to be a much more exciting place to go. People are going to be looking for weird things in it. Like no, listen, really you're in a safe zone here. You can be as weird and filthy uh and say cunt as many times as you want, and you will get nothing but love and support from us. I know. It's really nice here. I don't want to leave. Can we not leave? Can we just stay here all yeah, the time? You can stay here forever. I mean, you probably got a conference call in like 10 minutes, but. God damn it. It's in 40 minutes. <laughs> just ruined my whole day, Matt. I'm sorry. Well, you, 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 can come ba- you can come back. I can come back? Of course you can. Quick. Of course you can. It gets really male on this show a lot of the time. I think I think we I think we could use it's more female the perspective. Three male three hosts. Three male hosts, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I'm definitely a female. Last time I checked. 
When was the last time you checked? About 40 minutes ago. Oh my god, you were in here 40 minutes <laughs> yeah, ago, just, and your hands are under the table. I, know, I just checked. Okay, so <laughs> oh, it's still there. Woo! Still there. Woo. Oh man, that was really making me freaked out. I was worried about that. It's gonna, you know, sexually morph into something else. What is it? What, what, what do amoebas do when they like they become a different? Or you're talking? Or also the movie? Um, oh, the movie with Adrian Brody yes, and, and yes. Uh, Sarah Polly. Yes. Splice. 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 Dren. Oh, they tried to make Adrian Brody so nerdy in that, and it just was not he's happening. Not, he's one of the sexiest people I've ever met. Well, he there's uh, just like I look at him, and you're like, oh no, this isn't you know like this isn't like Brad Pitt or Johnny. But you like you, I worked with him when I was 15 on a film called King of the Hill, and my sister and I were obsessed with him. Like she was, I was 14, 15, and she was like 10, and he had this bracelet that had people having sex on it. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple like of course and, he did. And we were sitting, we were shooting in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, everyone would hang out in the bar at, at night after we would wrap for the day. And he would, like, talk to my sister and I. We were With a 10-year-old like, oh. and a 14-year-old in a bar. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like a hotel, like, but see, restaurant from, Oh, from a hotel. Like, yeah. But see, from a guy's point of view, I would look at a guy like Adrian Brody and I'd be like, oh, he's got the eyebrow thing and his bracelet has people fucking on it. Why does that work? Like, I'd be super he's mad and frustrated. Sec- there's just something about him. He's got th- whatever that thing is, that sexy thing. He it's probably has his that. giant dick. Probably. Probably. I never I'm just saw guessing. it, so I don't know. I'm just guessing. I, I hope know. you didn't see it at that time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope it you did. Like, he, was just, he was also nice to us. We were like little kids, and he was like nice to oh, us. Oh, good. Well, okay, you know. so he was nice. Yeah. Still not a nerdy guy, though, and in Splice, they were just no. putting like nerdy shirts on him, and we were like, yeah, ah, it just nerdy. doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. No, he's just not that nerdy. That's and, what they say about me when I put on a nerdy shirt. They're like, this doesn't... He just doesn't the, work for The you. shirt that is on you is nerdy by virtue of the fact that it is on your body. Which, I mean that as a compliment. I mean that as a compliment. He's like... You know, he's dapper. We're, in a, we're in a cardigan, everybody. A and you're a dap- dapper nerdy guy. Huge fan of cardigans, by the way. I did I not did not realize they have pockets. Yeah, right in the side. Look at this. I put more stuff in my phone right there. I do I do Wallet. like a, a man who can wear a cardigan well. I can't wear a cardigan. I don't like cardigans. I don't know that you can't. Mm. That no, was louder than I thought it would be. Right, right is now, it, I'm... Or is it fake leather? No, no that's leather. leather. That's real. He skinned that cow himself. I did. I was with him. I thought it was a kangaroo. Shit. <laughs> when I was fucking the didgeridoo. Amber Benson, you are at Amber Benson on Twitter. I'm at Am- I'm I'm at Amber underscore Benson. Benson because the poor Amber Benson who is not underscored has like she literally on her thing it says I am not the girlfriend Buffy leave me alone. So see, she should just give you Amber Benson and take the underscore. I'm gonna follow her. Ooh. You're gonna follow me? Oh, the well, other I'm gonna follow you and the, the other Amber Benson. The other one. Um, I think she might be religious too. She oh, seems very nice, let me double follow her. Yeah, just a caller <laughs> and an idiot. I'm obscene. On, I like to say obscene things on Twitter, you know. So I think it, it bothers her maybe a little that she may be mistaken for me or vice versa. Well, you have to be as you you have to have your own identity as much as possible. So. Yeah, I try. I try and move away. I don't want to be her. Exactly. I, I, you know, I, Jesus is hers, and I'm leaving her. If she that. got really filthy, would you go the other way, or would oh, you yeah, get I filthier? Oh yeah, squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> I would be squeaky clean. Well, I'm serious. That was Dominic the donkey. <laughs> that was the, the Italian Christmas donkey. Are you oh. familiar with Dominic the donkey? Yeah. <laughs> That's now a monkey. We've got to have you come back on and, and fuck around some more. Yeah. We don't have to talk about anything. I don't care. We can just we can just make shit up. We can just riff on we, frozen eggs we for go to the an hour. I wanna I wanna have my my DD uh, my D and D my DD. I wanna have my D and D cherry popped at the arboretum. <laughs> Your D and D, I want to. <laughs> that should be on a T-shirt. I had my D and D cherry popped at the arboretum. <laughs> I really. All I do think that. of is the can arboretum on the Enterprise D. That's all I think of. <laughs> I think of where Chloe, Keiko worked. 
Chloe, Chloe plays D&D once or twice a month. At the Arboretum? No, no, no. <laughs> just with some friends. And uh, it's like, it's, you know, she she does it the right way. It's like, you know, they play seven, eight hours. Wow. And, yeah, my uh, friends do it. They what's like the wrong way? Um, the wrong way is, I mean, you, you kind of, well, here's the, the, the only thing about D&D, and obviously you can have shorter campaigns, but if you're going to play... You should play right. You should be committed, and it should take a lot. It should stretch out over months. Exactly years. how I feel about Monopoly. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just kind of kidding. You got to do the auctions. You don't want the property. You can't just say I don't want to buy it. You got to auction that shit off. Yeah. You play, but you you play the less fun way. What do you mean? You mean the proper way? Yeah. I it's, play it's by the actual fun. rules. None of that free uh, that parking mean that bullshit. They're fun. Free parking, parking is delightful. Two hundred dollars. Ooh, I just no I just, free parking is all free the parking, money. You that, can either do two hundred dollars. That's house rule. You can also do all the tax money. All the tax stuff. money. Yeah. There's just something about this mic that I keep wanting to eat it. I don't know why. It looks like a giant ice cream cone. <laughs> it does, and I keep like getting close to it and touching it. And I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> That's okay, Amber Branson. Branson. Yeah, but I want to put your mouth closer to me, Amber Branson. I'm the microphone. I do know my D&D cherry pops at the Arboretum. I think that I'm gonna make that happen for myself. I'm gonna pop my own cherry <laughs> at the Arboretum. You can't play D&D by yourself. <laughs> yes, you can, Matt. <laughs> That's what my multiple personalities. I can be my own DM. All right, I followed Amber underscore Benson. Now I'm looking up this Amber Benson character. She and seems very uh, nice. Yeah, that's what you so say. So you can find Amber Benson all over the internet. And if you want to buy her hair, go on eBay. <laughs> you want to see what? Uh, what of your dad? What's the? Have you talked to your mother? Like what other things of yours she sold? Or I'm sure there's a ton of things. Um, you, we should. Oh, we should find your mother's seller account and then oh, look Jesus. at her sold items. No, no, I don't want to know what she sold of mine. I'm sure there's lots of weird things she sold. She likes to sell things. Amber Benson of Dallas, Texas, is the VP of Innovation and Development at Agencies of Change, formerly IMC2. Sounds religious. Also a writer at Being Spoke. I don't know what that means. Let's read her last tweet, everybody. Here it is. Oh, no. This poor woman. Oh, God. It's Edge Network, so it's going to be a little while. Fill the time. Okay. <laughs> hey, Amber Benson, I'm your microphone. Oh, guess what? It's back. I think I could listen to Glenn Campbell sing Wichita Lineman on a continuous loop and be happy. Of course you can, Amber Benson. Well, that's about as far to the other side as you can go. Oh, to wow. be fair, Matt, that <laughs> yeah, Glenn, go ahead. It is a good song. Glenn Please. Campbell is an amazing songwriter. It's true. And his brand of soulful country music is um randy travis parentheses fully clothed with the avid <gasps> brothers on crossroads surprisingly well matched i don't understand what that means without or anna Karenina makes me feel like less of a train wreck but um bump <laughs> she wrote but dump bump oh. this gonna... one goes out to amber benson from your microphone <laughs> I am lambing for the county, and I drive the main searching in a for another. My little pony that you own. I will see you in a sweatshirt. As you play the mystical lesbian. Mystical lesbian. <laughs> is gonna freeze in my eggs. When you and your girlfriend are ready for your first threesome, 
Call me. <laughs> Amber Benson. Amber Benson dropped. Wait, was that to me? Who was that to? That was to Matt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to the microphone. Kiki, you ready? <laughs> Kiki, where are you? <laughs> wow, you, you moved out fast. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that all said? That's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, my good. God. Oh. All right. This has been fun. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. Good times. Enjoy your frozen egg burrito. Ow! <laughs> frozen and amber. God damn it. <laughs> Dot org. Oh my god. I gotta get that now. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Whatever your legal document needs, LLCs, wills, trusts, trademarks, and more, they've got it. Over 12 years and 2 million Americans have used LegalZoom. Start your business or protect your family today at LegalZoom.com using the offer code NERDIST. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is win or go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges. They will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.